Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 72 in the book of Hebrews. This is the best of Hebrews, volume 3, and there's going to be a volume 4 too, so hang tight. So Hebrews is about the remedy of God to put away sin. That's that's a part of the early part of it. And because sin is so nasty, the remedy has to be similarly uh, serious. It involves a life-giving, it involves the representation by blood, and frankly, it's quite unpalatable. And if you think it's unpalatable, remember, it was unpalatable for God, too, because he had to uh, sacrifice his son. It was unpalatable for Jesus because he had to uh, suffer. And forgiveness comes at great cost to God. So in chapter 9, it also notes that it's kind of difficult for us as well. So God does the impossible. He forgives. He forgets. He puts his, puts our sin behind his back, if you will. And uh, similarly, uh, for, for us to forgive others, we are imitating this costly and godly characteristic of God. So it's difficult for us to. Our forgiveness is also similarly difficult. Okay, in chapter 10, he talks about saving us out of sin, which is all good. It's great not to be in, you know, under the penalty of sin. But it doesn't stop there. The, the book of Hebrews is about the invitation to a relationship with himself. There's all these calls to draw near to him and to do so confidently and fully be fully assured in this. So approach him. He asks us to occupy ourselves with him. So Hebrews is a call to himself, to fellowship and friendship. So he saves us out of sin, but into an intimacy with him. And, and he saves us also into a love for what he loves, which is his people. So Christian conversion is a community endeavor, and Christian perseverance is also a community endeavor. Hebrews 10.24, let us consider how to stir one another to love and good deeds. So it's a provoking and irritation and exasperation almost to be occupied with the things of God amidst the people of God. 10.25, don't neglect meeting together, which is the habit of some but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day of approaching. So there's an urgency of gathering and getting together. So have you ever seen a person move away from Christian fellowship and it turned out to be uh, a good thing? If so, give me, give me an example. Send me a note. All right. So then about about sin. So after all this wonderful stuff that God does for us, we're not supposed to be sinning deliberately. So do do believers sin? Of course they do, but their sin should be full of regret and remorse and grief. And so you don't want to spurn the son and spurn the the what he's done for us. Uh, the term that's used in Hebrews is don't profane the blood. Uh, because if you do, you end up with fearful expectation of judgment. So God either judges and appropriately punishes you, not good news, or he unjustly, quote-unquote, punishes Jesus on our behalf. And so God was unjust, if you will, just this one time out of love for you. So Jesus endured the most unjust suffering in the history of the planet. So we are supposed to draw near to God and receive this injustice, quote-unquote, of God and do so gratefully and without scorn. Don't scorn the rescue boat, the one rescue boat that he sends through eternity to come and get you. Don't say no thank you. All right. 
So walking the Christian life, also 1036, involves some endurance. And one thing about endurance is it pleases God and you need it. The only day you don't need in Christian endurance is on your first day being a Christian. That's the day of trust. Then every day after that involves enduring and partnering maybe with those who are enduring. So either you're enduring yourself or you're enduring associatively with those who are walking through. All right, let's get to chapter 11. This is the so-called Hall of Fame of Faith. And what that does is calls to, uh, calls to mind, I think there's like 30 uh, people that are mentioned there, a bunch of dead people who are not dead. In fact, he starts by saying Cain and Abel, Abel still speaks and we best would listen to him. And what's he speaking about? The whole chapter speaks about faith. It's a pointing towards faith. It's the uh, greatest collection of faith thoughts in the whole Bible. And what is it? So faith is the trust in the person of God before the promises of God are evident. So there's this time element in there, and it's the before part. It's how you consider God before you see him clearly. And uh, being certain of what you currently, when all you see currently is uncertainty. So it's being certain before you see certainty happen. So what's the big deal? Again, faith is something is that pleases God and, and we should be about his pleasure. And we should admire the people in the Hall of Fame of Faith because we play on the same field. So, for example, I use the example of going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I can go there as sort of a third party and, a, you know, a disassociated. I don't play football, but I do play on the field of faith. And not only do I play on it, every human on the planet currently and in the past plays on this faith. Everybody decides what they do about creation, decides what they do about the Lord. So they are going to walk through all these great examples. He starts with Noah, for example, and Noah builds an ark before he ever saw rain. So he has faith that this you know, incredible thing is going to happen, and he's going to need an ark, and he's going to need to obey God before he sees the rain. So the, the idea there with Noah, as well as all the other ones, is they believe in God before they see him, and they trust that he's real and he's good before the reality and before his presence is fully manifested. So when do we have a chance for faith? We all have a chance for faith. When? Well, it's on the uncertain side. In, in a difficult circumstances, faith almost always requires uh, you know, hard, hard times. And then secondly, it requires this, this time when we don't know. It's, it, faith is in the before time. We're all going to know the Lord Eventually, believers and unbelievers, are, are, we're all going to see him and, and uh, appreciate him fully. But in the meantime, that's why they call it faith. So Hebrews chapter 11 is a call to faith and uh, and a call to our faith. So wouldn't it be great to have all of us in this hall of fame of faith eventually? Stick around tomorrow and we'll hear about some of these great heroes of the faith. Thanks for listening.